0: Hey, as we begin, and I thought I'd share a few thoughts on, on Pentecost and really something I've started to recognize about myself and, and even about our tradition here in not just the Lutheran Church, but the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, is that sometimes we don't know quite what to do with Pentecost or what quite to do with the Spirit. Uh, we're, we're very guarded as a people. We want to be precise. And we like categories, and we like structure, and the Spirit generally dwells without, outside of all those things. And so we find ourselves somewhat always a little timid, uh, talking about the Spirit, talking about Pentecost, uh, talking about its work. I know as I um, have friends that are in other denominations, and, and they, they talk a little bit more loosely about the Spirit than what I would they I talk about the Spirit's work, I just kind of stretch my collar and say, well, the Spirit is good, isn't it? That's about it. But certainly if we search Scriptures and we, we begin looking at Pentecost and looking at the Spirit, we see uh, throughout the epistles the, the Spirit is talked about, and talked about living in the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, uh, the way the Spirit leads us in our Christian life, Uh, St. Paul himself even marked time by Pentecost where we we have in Acts and we have in 1 Corinthians where he's referencing where he wants to be for the day of Pentecost, that he sees a need to be with this specific church with Pentecost or this church with Pentecost. So it is certainly something that is important. And in fact, throughout most of the history of the church, Pentecost Day was a very important celebration. and, And today, mostly we just make a little bit more of a special Sunday. Or we put on the red stoles that are, fit a little uncomfortably and are a little too big and that we only wear a couple times a year. So Pentecost is actually quite a big deal and a deal for the church because what we are talking about is the Holy Spirit, one of the, uh, an important force, an important person of the Trinity, but one that we, we don't know what to do with, that we talk quietly about because, frankly... The work of the Spirit, though important, though profound, though moving the heart in ways that no one else will, is quiet. Which is funny to hear because in our scripture today, upon Pentecost coming, it was the rush, a sound of a heavy rush wind. I remember uh, where I went to college in Seward, Nebraska, which was kind of right on the end of where Nebraska turns from hilly to absolutely flat as a pancake. The wind would come across the prairie, and sometimes you'd get these bursts that you could hear it coming across the prairie as it would hit the hills. And the trees would just shake, and, and everything, the windows would shake with this loud sound. I imagine that it would be the same living on, on the coast of Wa- Washington, the wind coming off. Well, that's the rush that was heard on Pentecost Day, the fire over their heads and the, the sound of the apostles speaking in tongues to where some thought maybe, maybe they had joined Christine on that trip to the winery after all. <laughs> But it wasn't so. <laughs> it wasn't so. But rather the work of the Spirit. The profound words that are quoted out of the book of Joel describe and explain, and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the Lord shall be saved, and the Lord will pour out his spirit upon many. Christ as referenced in our readings today, speaks of the day in which we live in, the day where the Spirit will come to us and our hearts will have like rivers of living water flowing out. The work of the Spirit is to bring to well up within us that faith, to well up within us that living water that then is spread, that goes out, that is shipped out like river rivers flowing which is, in fact, what the phrase living water means. It's not a phrase that we use very often, but living water means moving or rushing water, water that is not stagnant or or does not sit, but rather water that, as it goes out, can shape, can form, either dramatically at once or over time, changing the face of what once was to what it will be. That is the living water, and in fact, as we see, the work of the Spirit. Something that struck me and my wife as we came and settled here in Seattle is the difference in rain. Coming from St. Louis, I was surprised to find out that, that actually this area doesn't get any more rain than they do back in St. Louis, but the rain is in fact different. Whereas there in the Midwest, a lot of times when it would rain, it rained all at once, <laughs> You know, and and it would just come down in a burst and a downpour. And if you were the poor person who had to run from either your car to the store or were stuck out in it, you were drenched through and through. Whereas here, that sometimes the rain as it comes down is slow, it's light, it can be steady, it can be all day. That which is hit by it certainly gets wet, but it is a process of overtime. Yesterday was uh, one of the first cloudy days I had seen in a while, and and I thought to myself, boy, it would be nice just to get that nice Seattle mist to cool off, especially because I was doing yard work and I didn't want to. It would be so different and so nice. What we see in that is the ways that living water can actually be. This past week, I had flown home for a, a funeral, and while I was back there uh, in St. Louis, there was a story of someone who had been swept away in, in the rivers. And something you you know growing up in that area is that there is a time that is safe for you to go into the rivers, and there is a time when it's not safe. That when a river is in its its uh, flood stage either before or during or right after, that you should stay as far away from the water as you possibly can because that water, that moving, that living and flowing water can almost be dangerous, it can be unpredictable. It can change quickly. But yet in the middle of summer, as the, the, the rains have kind of slow down or stopped and the, the rivers flow their natural path, they can be predictable and they can be something that you can enjoy and jump into. The work of the Spirit can work in these two ways. At times it can be like a Midwestern downpour or a Seattle steady fall. It can be like the harshness of a flowing direct river that is making its powerful way through the landscape. Or it can be like a subtle summer, slow river. As I was back for the funeral, I could see the way that the Spirit could hit with the words, that when we are faced with issues and with moments in our life, as we come up to them oftentimes, sometimes the Word of God can hit and hit hard. For those who do not understand death, those who do not understand the way that sin works in this world, the first time here, the Gospel, can forever change the landscape of a person's heart and life. Much like a harsh, rough, flowing river. And for those who know the gospel, for those who've already been called into the word of Christ by the Spirit, who've already been brought and received his gifts in baptism and in word, it can be cooling, it can be relieving, it can be relaxing, it can settle the heart in the midst of troubles. We in our own lives as the people of God face throughout all of our days many different struggles and many different times. Times where when the Spirit is at work it hits us hard because by God we have left Him, we have wandered, we have continued down that path. The addictions that can control our hearts or our minds have taken over once again. And to hear His Word, to be brought back to His grace can be a shocking, can be an awing, can be a transforming thing. For those of us that are, that are in the midst of that struggle and have finally come to the realization that upon myself, on my own, I, I can't do it. And to hear of a God that has come for us, to hear of a God that, that has come and died, who has risen for us, who has laid everything and taken it all upon himself and taken it to the cross, nothing sweeter can be heard. Nothing can be more relieving from the heat that this world applies. Nothing more can soothe our souls, much like a light rain in the middle of summer. Jesus, as he's in the garden after his resurrection, tells Mary that she must let him go because he has to go up. He has to go up for the reason of this. Pentecost Day is coming. The Spirit of God is going to be coming upon those. It's called the Spirit of Truth, the Spirit of God, the Spirit that proceeds from the Father and the Son, the Good Spirit, the Counselor, the Helper, for just those moments in life those moments when we can't do it on our own, those moments we need to be brought back to the Lord, those moments that we need to hear the sweet good news of our Lord and Savior. So how blessed are we That we live in the time that had been prophesied throughout all of the Old Testament. The time in which Jesus promised of a great helper coming, a counselor that would come into our lives. How blessed are we to be the ones that are living in the time when the Lord says He will pour out His Spirit upon His people. That He will come like a mighty rushing wind into the lives of all those who call upon Him that he will go out and be with them as they go out into the ends of the world. That as they find themselves in the world having to pick up their own crosses and follow after their Lord, bearing not just the troubles of their own lives, but but taking upon themselves the lives of others, bringing the love of God out into the world. How blessed are we that we live in a time where the Spirit of God goes out before us, making ready our paths, making ready the fields for harvest, being our protector, being our guide along the way, so that as we go out from this place, as we go into the strip clubs, we go out to help our neighbor out into the streets. As we seek To bring peace into a land that seems to find itself continuously divided. Bearing a message of forgiveness where the world refuses to forgive itself and each other. The phrase is true. It's only by the grace of God that we do so. It's only by the work of the Spirit that we dare to meet these challenges, that we can go out knowing That the word does not return void. That it goes forward, it goes with the Spirit, like the rushing rivers out of our hearts. Transforming the landscape of all we meet, of the neighborhoods we live in, even the church we call home. So as we leave this place, as we hear the blessing and we are the sending out from this place, we know that we go out, not on our own, but having the Holy Spirit with us, who's going out before us. Bringing people into your lives and bringing the words into your heart to make this place ready for the Lord. To share the message of hope of peace, of forgiveness in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen.